and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis. I'm Benjamin Holden. I try and do that a little bit different every week, but I think it sounds the exact what, same. Say your name a different way. There's a bit of welcome back. Or it's like welcome back. It depends on my mood. Clearly in a good mood. Ice bath gate. Oh, the ice bath. The ice bath is. Cal, listen to what Deb no, said this Cal, morning. Can we, can we pull up the video the first time Lucy got in? I mean, Thank you. we'll just play this at the side of me, just because it is, if you were a neighbour of ours, you think someone is either being, well, it was domestic abuse, or, Maybe like strangled or, something. or if you were looking over the fence, a dog has got you by the ankle. However, I think it was a real representation of what it's actually like when you try it for the first time. No way is someone getting in an ice bath, calm and collective, the first time they do it. You, you, you're lying to yourself and you're lying to everybody else. So it's all right. You did make it. Do you know what? I put I put that video on TikTok. People thought that you put a filter on my whole body. They're like, are they her real shoulders? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just massive. massive. Yeah. Like my shoulders are real. I, I did look very hunched and yeah, a little sure bit like, intense. Oh, yeah. They're like, what's wrong with her face? I'm like, guys, can you not tell there's a filter on my face? But Cal, I'm, I ran- like a moomin? I did look like a moon. I rang my mum last night and I was telling her about the ice bath experience and how I think it's really good for anxiety and it's already changed my life after being in it once. And she said, she then got off the phone and messaged me saying, just ordered a Lumi. Life's too short and this will make mine longer. What a the, what, Jesus gave what him a, a brand mission. Yeah, I That's honestly, yeah. life's too short. This will make mine longer. Yeah. You could you could relate I, that. I, I say that about my penis all the time, to be fair as well. Well, I was going to say you could actually relate it to my coach. Life's too short. Yeah. Make your life longer mm-hmm. by being a fit and healthy individual with my coach, which which you can try below for free. Yeah. I mean, trying stuff for free is great, isn't it? You yeah. just get to dabble your toes in and think, oh, do I like, like it? Obviously, part. you will. But that you can actually try it for free to below. Fair, There's Ka- a link. Carl was very calm in his ent- entrance to the ice bath. Cal was very calm. Even you enjoy though, didn't you? You, I said before you both got in it for the first time because I've been doing it for three days. I think before you soft, guys got soft. in because I'm proper odd. <laughs> but you can't help but get out and have a smile on your face. Mm. Yeah, is that relief from just not being freezing anymore? Maybe, yeah. But you've, you've <laughs> done you've done your level hard in the morning. Yeah, it's the hardest thing you'll probably do in your day. I think the hardest thing about it is the the. The, the seconds before you get in because it's the uh, got to get in well I did it again yesterday and I fucked up because I tested it with my finger why am I testing it I know it's cold it's hot, it's hot. self-inflicted pain is difficult do you know what I mean yeah it's almost when you try try and give an injury or like a sore muscle massage you, yeah. you, you're basically stroking it mm-hmm. because you can't you can't actually inflict that amount of pain mm-hmm. on onto yourself but I was saying Ben that people can get a free membership a free seven day free trial on my coach via the link below the link will be below and the code is seven day free yes so give it a go and let us know what you think indeed on that note because one of the perks of being a member of the my coach community is that you will have access to our events and our next event is confirmed uh not 
just gonna share it yet. I am. It's... No, no, we actually can't. Why? We actually can't. Okay, yeah, it's, it's just... April. It's in April. Yeah, it's in April. Cool. But we just can't share the exact date yet, just for one momento. Okay, the exact date, but it's going to be in April. <laughs> mid, it's mid, mid April. It's going to be the uh, the Gymshot Lifting Club again with the Michael's community. Yeah. There's going to be loads of sick things going on. Um, you can go on to our, and look at our previous events if you want to take a look at what was what was happening. There's tons of cool people there having a good crack. Have a little lift, get a little sweat on. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a member and you think, oh, it's a bit of me, you've got to be a member. <laughs> so you've got to join. Also, this episode is kindly sponsored by Coro. Oh, I didn't know Our that. chocolatey friend, yes. That was so funny. Before, Cal came downstairs and he was like... Have you got any Coro last guys? He was like, where's your Coro? And I went, it's what you and Ben have been eating upstairs and there's just none left. That. Honestly, you have absolutely even no no. This one's do you worse. Know what, do you know what the good this, thing is though? This I've band. I've been dieting at the moment, and one of the big no. things is because I was speaking about it this week. I suppose got a bit to do with fat loss. I know you went away at the weekend, so don't blame me. There's none left. Yeah, I know. When I get left on my own, and I put I'm, it on my oats, and there's I'm a none savage. left. So I've started dieting. I'm doing this aggressive dieting phase, which I put, put on Instagram story Monday. Had loads of questions about it. I'm sticking to 1,800 calories per day for three weeks, which is super aggressive, by the way, for me. I think I spoke about this before with, with diet break. So I'm doing three weeks aggressive and then I'm obviously going to America. So that'll be class of diet break for me. Uh, just on the back of the stage, you want to drop a little bit of weight, drop a little bit of timber and going super aggressive for a short period of time works best for me because I hate dieting. So I don't want to prolong it. Which means for me, the hardest thing is not snacking. So I've, I've stuck to it very well up until today. It's my third day. But I think snacking is allowed when, when it's classed as a podcast sponsorship. I think snacking is allowed anyway. No, it's not. But the extent that, oh, sorry, in terms of your diet thing. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant in general life. I'm thinking, God, I snack every moment. But yeah, they are. That is the one. Do you know what I am actually quite sad about? Yeah, these are amazing. I, I put the, the, the I sea put salt the, chocolate. Yeah, the sea salt chocolate. I put a couple of cubes in my oats every morning without fail. And I'm thinking, because it's been upstairs, I have actually been a bit lazy and I've not walked up the stairs to come down and put it in my oats. Came up this morning specifically to get it. Can you just appreciate that it's empty? I mean, there's a there's like two squares left. It's empty. It well. It's empty, and it was full maybe a week ago. I mean, it does actually highlight how nice it is, and we do have a discount code for you, and it's mm. not so fit five yeah. for discount on Coro. So have a little look. I mean, they do loads of things as well. I've got this little box, and it's like you know wine where you squeeze wine out of a box, yeah. but it's not wine. It's ginger. <laughs> it's a ginger shot and i just go to it every morning i've got a little shot glass why am i that person it's not alcohol what, a little but ginger person drops out no ginger fluid what is it <laughs> Girl, what? ginger liquid ginger juice pops out of my little cardboard thing and i feel like i've just gone to you know like an organic shop in my cupboard i'm just like oh pop i love a ginger shot anywhere i am any supermarket i'm like give us a ginger i just think health if I was to hashtag health anything, it's a ginger shot. I don't know why. It, that's that thing though, isn't it? Of From a marketing perspective, <laughs> yeah. if something tastes like shit or gives you that burning sensation at the back of your throat, it makes it feel like it's doing something. Mm-hmm. If you were to have a ginger shot and it tastes like orange juice, you'd think, hmm, is that really doing a yeah, lot for me? You really would. And I think that is... So is that placebo? That's, of, just, that's just what I'm like as a person. Well, you I might just, as well yeah. just have a shot of Sambuca then, mind you, if you oh, want a burning no. throat. No, I can't do that. I can't really shot anything um, except tequila. I'm now a tequila warrior. What are you talking about? Tequila is one of the, the most horrible things to shot. But 
one of my favorite drinks. I have two, I have only two drinks that I drink, red wine and margaritas. What is in margarita? Tequila. So I can drink it. Have to be very pissed to drink it though mm-hmm. because a shot is a lot. Yeah. But since I've started my diet, I've lost one pound so far. <laughs> and I know, thank when you. When did you start? <coughs> I put, I five ba- weeks ago no, I basically, basically started the back end of last week so I was dieting over the weekend but I properly started on on Monday again but a lot of people look at one pound and they think that's not a lot of weight but we have that is honestly like a one slug to, to bring the yellow blob out but this is one pound one pound of body fat and when you look at it in that perspective it seems like a lot I mean I know it looks like Spongebob has just knocked one out but that is a pound of body fat and if I told you that you'd lost one pound of body fat in a week, you'd probably be fucking devastated, wouldn't you? You think that is shit. But then when you look at the total volume and the mass of the body fat, it's it's a bloody lot, isn't it? It's a it's it's a Can lot. It? That's why the scales aren't always the most rewarding thing in the world. And the other thing is the average amount of fat taken out of liposuction, yeah, mm-hmm. is around three to six liters. Three liters being around around three point five pounds, so that would be three of these. Yeah, mm. you could lose you could lose three of those in three weeks, couldn't you? It takes you four to six weeks to recover from liposuction to get back into full exercise and workouts and whatever else. So the amount of weight you'll lose in that time off is not a lot when you're recovering the four to six weeks, or more than likely zero. So you're spending around four grand on liposuction, four to six weeks in a lot of discomfort to lose that yeah and you could lose that much the same amount in three weeks for 30 pound with my coach boom show me a better pitch than that oh it just dropped show me a better pitch it was a very good pitch i also um i just won't want to catch (laughs) up do you know what it's actually I love squidging things isn't that what i've just said there isn't that crazy though that with liposuction Three to six liters is about three pounds of body fat, yeah? That is that is heavy. Isn't that bad though? And then you have to have four to six weeks off. You could lose three pounds in three weeks. It also says, by definition, liposuction is a cosmetic procedure used to remove unwanted body fat. Yeah. And it involves sucking out small areas of fat that are hard to lose through exercise and healthy diet. Carried out in areas of body where deposits of fat tend to collect, such as your bum, hips thighs and yeah tummy. so obviously you can fat target with liposuction which is different but i so. just think it's also surely liposuction would be a, a very very last resort N- not for a lot of people though is it people but, people want convenience Pe- people don't buy like based what was it people people aren't bothered about cost basically they, they don't buy on that on that basis I'm trying to remember this. I've read it in a book this morning. I can't remember what the hell it is. This is really weird. Having, it says here, Ben, you said three pounds. This says, having 20 pounds of fat removed by liposuction makes people look better, but provides none of the protection from heart disease and diabetes that would result from losing the same amount of weight through diet and exercise. I'm guessing, well, it, 20 pounds is a hell of a 20, lot. 20, oh, sorry, I, that's what I was meaning, 20. No, but the, if you look, the average apparently in the UK is three to six litres. And every three litres being around 3.5 pounds. If a healthy lifestyle is not followed after surgery, results will not be maintained. That's probably the biggest con. It's the equivalent, it. it's the equivalent of winning the lottery though, isn't it? Because everyone goes bankrupt. If you just get immediate weight loss overnight, you've gone through none of the hardship to 
to get yourself there. So what you've not learned any of the habits that lead to weight loss. So how would you be able to keep it off? I just also think it's really, I think to go under the knife for probably something you could do with a little bit of hardship and you could do yourself because there's risks involved obviously with surgeries I think there's there's definitely some people that it's warranted for. We're mostly discussing the people who do it from like a lifestyle choice who have just not, not even not tried or not found the right methodology or the right journey or the right app in it to to do it. But it's the same with um, Brazilian bum jobs. They're they're actually really quite dangerous, I think, because there's like arteries or something around your bum. How have you just compared fat loss to Brazilian bum jobs? I meant it's a procedure. Yeah, so Brazilian butt lift is where you take the fat from liposuction and then inject it into the arse. Which is really so it, dangerous. As opposed to spinning oh, okay. the fat, they repurpose it and put it in the bum. So instead of someone going to the gym and oh, okay. lifting and building their bum, they they kind of they cheat the system, mm-hmm. if you wish. But, I mean, each like, of their it's own. It's like syntholin for your arse. That stinks. Doesn't yeah, it? It does. It smells like... I don't know what it's like. I wonder what fat, fat in your body smells like. I'm sure you could probably Google it, what it smells like. Probably nothingness. Do you know how you get rid of fat from the body? Yeah. You breathe it out. Indeed. Yes. Breathe it out is CO2. Mm-hmm. I've been learning about it in my breath book. What do you breathe out? Sorry, just a question. What do you breathe out? Is it water? Is it... CO2. It, it just... So fat just breaks down to carbon dioxide. Oh, no. I mean... No, I don't actually... No, fill I'm me just in. Curious. I, know, I think it is CO2. I think it is CO2. Let me just do a ha How do breathe out fat? Yeah, you you exhale the carbon dioxide and water, mixing your circulation till it's lost. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Precisely 8.4 pounds comes through your lungs and the remaining 1.6 turns into water. I think that's always a funny thing because obviously when people, I mean, say funny thing, I used to do it. When people take laxatives to poo because they think they're pooing out body fat. Mm-hmm. I really thought that six years ago when I was doing my juice do cleanses, that. when I was doing the my booty. When people are vulnerable, they're going to look for quick solutions. And that's why marketing around health and fitness has been super off the books and under the radar which isn't on that's why it's good that people call it out but that's what i mean and th- that's a big old chunk of body fat if you i don't know if you're watching on youtube but we've got the, the actual life size value of a pound of body fat so the next time you come fucking bitching and moaning saying i've only lost one pound of body fat this week i'm gonna slap you across the face with spongebob spunk and tell you well done your little socks pop sex pot because it's actually a lot of body fat that you've lost yeah, Wait, is that in view, Cal? Should we maybe put it back on its pedestal? It arrived on a little pedestal. Yeah, it's what's strange. I think it's because people who have ordered this, it's in. It's for a research incentive. lab. Might even be an incentive. I don't think it's an incentive. I don't think anyone, anyone, anyone's got that on their bedside table. I mean, that's that's in a lab, isn't it? Come yeah. on, a little platform. Yeah, but when we're looking at weight loss, obviously it doesn't always have to be aesthetically. So even. Mm-hmm. Weight loss between 5 to 10% of total body weight has great health benefits to it, such as improvements in blood pressure, blood cholesterol, blood sugars, um, which really help. So 5% for me, for example, would be 10 pounds. Mm. So I even lost 10 pounds. It's going to be great. I mean, I'm not exactly overweight anyway because I hold my muscle mass, but it's going to help. 
Um, obviously, it takes a lot of weight off the knees, joints. That's something that I really realized as a heavier runner last year mm. was that it definitely takes or has an impact on my knees or my ankles, yeah. definitely on my calves, just because not on a higher, higher level of body fat because I weigh more through muscle tissue. But if you are someone going running and you are um, potentially overweight or on the heavier side, you've got to think about the amount of force that you're putting through your body. That's why I often say to people, running isn't always the best, well, often isn't the best form of weight loss. It isn't. One, that's, that's an obvious one is impact of injury for someone who's heavier, but then the sustainability of doing that over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I definitely say less cardio would be a better option. So a bike or a, what is that machine? A cross trainer. Not been on one of those in a while. Elliptical. Ellip- is that what it's called? I think so. That's an elliptical. An elliptical machine. The- Stairmaster, they're just all better because they're not as weight bearing. And as Ben said, your joints and things like that definitely get hit quite hard no matter where you're at in your in your running journey. Do you know for older women as well, mm. who lost at least 5% of their body weight, lowered their chances of breast cancer by 12%? I think it's, I think it's general cancers. It's not. Oh, is it just breast cancer? Yeah. I wonder why that is. A lot of fat tissue around the breast. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not know that as a fact. So if they reduce their overall... Yeah, body well, fat. You can't, you can't target your breast body fat. tissue is fat. Yeah, but you, often what you notice with females is that when when you lose weight, is that your breasts will generally get a little bit smaller. If you lose a lot of weight anyway, I just don't have any, so I can't relate to these bigger boob ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow, no, I didn't know that at all. That's actually really interesting. You can lower the pressure by around five points if you trim down five percent body fat. The bl- pressure of what? Sorry, blood pressure. Hmm. Wow, give, give us more fun facts. Also, you're going to get better sleep overall. Yeah. Because you have better breathing at night. I think I had that one. The, the, it was it sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. Maybe. The, the other thing is as well, is a lot of things around sex. So when what they generally concluded was that when you're overweight, you typically have less sex. That was the, the correlation that they found. It might be because you don't feel as good about your body, but also maybe because you find yourself less desirable, which then alters your mood, which means you want to have less less sex and your body doesn't respond as well also just on the sex thing it's actually to do with your hormones as well yeah yeah it, for, for males it it suppresses testosterone a little bit yeah it causes testosterone to fail um which can cause libido to decrease it can also narrow your blood vessels which makes it harder to climax yeah as a as a dude that's definitely something i would be thinking about is that if i'm overweight one if you're you i mean that's the thing for younger guys especially from like 20s to 25 or even 18 to 25 the big the big thing that is promoted to that age bracket is this is a this is a crude statement but this is often something that gets told about that male slayer is make money and fuck bitches what yeah in some rapper song no but that's (laughs) that's often the thing that gets pushed to young males at that age obviously that's a very crude term but at the end of the day an 18 year old to a 25 year old guy is looking at how many people can I sleep with and how much money can I make just that thing, isn't it? They've, they've got this sense of freedom now. They want to explore their sexuality and they want to make more money. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I just didn't know that was the general And then obviously, the general as, thing. As, you, as you get older in life, this is what I was speaking to you about the other day, people's preferences change. You're not going to care about the same things that you you care about now in another 10 years' time. When I was 18, going on lads' holidays and... Fucking we- bitches! <laughs> 
<laughs> you said it. Um, but you were going to say it. I haven't got the same... <laughs> I don't care about the same things now. Same as 10 years ago when I was working out. All I gave a shit about was a six-pack, big biceps, and walking down the beach with my top off. I don't really give a fuck about that now. So what you care about, you will not always care about those things will change. But one of the things I'd be thinking about all the time is either one, you want to have good sex, or two, you want to think about your fertility as you get older as well, the amount of times that you can have sex when your partner is fertile to be able to get pregnant mm-hmm. or you're able to have sex. So you want to you want to lose weight for those reasons as well. Obviously help sex drive, sex positions. There is if a- you're a bit if you're a bit rounder, you're gonna be able to get into every sexual position. The one that you didn't know yesterday, <laughs> did you? Watching Love Island. Kyle, do you know what a speed bump is? The sex position speed bump. You also didn't know what it I is. I Googled it though. You I now know. If you could take a guess, what what is a speed bump sex position? I can't even. Is that where the girls are lying down, just like flat on the bed? Yeah. I've heard that called the different name, I think. Yeah. Interesting. So it's where the get, a girl lies down on the bed, yeah, mm. face flat. They usually put a pillow like around the to vaginal region the to bump. bump it up and it's supposed to create better penetration. Wow. Yeah. Speed bump. Speed bump. I mean, you don't really don't really know the names yeah it's not really something it's not, you not just a road traffic term speed bump okay mm-hmm. you've completely thrown me off I th- now sorry. i had a i had a point yeah but i think one of the other things that's massively going to affect is body image issues sorry i just want to go back one sec to the fertility okay you actually brought up because you had a client oh wow yeah i think you should I'm probably gonna... tell you don't. You don't have to. No, I was tell us. Or just, I, I mean, the name. but even in general, I've also had people I've worked with, or I know of people, or there's been yeah. something about um, not being able to get pregnant from the guys or the girls' side, so the mm-hmm. sperm or the egg, because of obesity, and then people who have lost the weight and then have been able to. Yeah. So, Carl, this is I'm going to hold us accountable in this podcast right now, and the listeners will be able to listen. We. You know who the guy is I'm talking about. I'm still in contact with him now. I had the DM off him. We need to go around to his house and do a secondary follow-up interview with him because I interviewed him when it happened. So basically, long story short, I took him on as a client. The reason why I took him on, he wanted to lose weight to aid fertility because he wanted to... He obviously didn't want to get pregnant. His, they, him and his missus wanted to get pregnant and wanted to have their first baby. Tried and tried and tried. Doctor told him that to increase his chances, he needed to lose weight. Came to me. 12 weeks later... Um, I think it might have been 10 weeks into the program. This is one of the best messages I've ever got as a coach. He sent me this paragraph and he just sent me the image of... Ultrasound scan. The ultrasound scan. No, it wasn't because it wasn't that far along. I think at first he had told me she's pregnant. Yeah. And then he wanted to carry on. So I carried on coaching him. Yeah. A few weeks further along the line, whenever the first scan was, he sent me the image of the scan. I was like, I was just emotional. Yeah. looking at the image it's I like i got to be a part of that journey to help him have his first child and then yeah i went around in an interview with him i think just before the baby was born but i'd love to go around and that's what we're going to do cal keep accountable we're going to go around we're going to chat to him and we're going to do the interview with i think his son maybe about five now four oh. four four maybe four maybe so we can sit and chat to both of them which i think will be really nice so the actual reason because i wanted to pull this up as well there's a fine hormonal balance uh, regulates the menstrual cycle. Overweight and obese women, it says here, have high levels of a hormone called leptin, which is produced in fatty tissue. This can disrupt the hormone balance and lead to reduced fertility. Mm-hmm. So there is reason behind it. And you do see these stories of, as Ben just obviously explained one there, where people do lose weight 
and then they can get pregnant. Obviously, it's the exact same if you're underweight, mm-hmm. you have fertility issues. It's on both sides of the spectrum, but just because we're talking about obesity, that's what it relates to. Yeah. The, I think the other big one, though, is definitely around body image issues. If you're not comfortable with your body, the getting undressed or being naked in front of your partner is going to be a different, a difficult thing for some people. I also think as well, it's actually it's actually okay if you, if you want to change. Yeah, There's 100%. a lot of people who are wholly against people. Like, for example, when women have babies and then they share that they can't wait to get back in shape or can't wait to hit the gym or can't wait to start running again, people bash them yeah. because they're they want they want to go back to something that they want I, that's just not a bad I, I thing if you want to look after yourself in that way and that's how you want to do it i'm not saying everyone has to do that but if you want to do that and that makes you feel better why would you not do the one thing that's going to make you feel better yeah i 100 i think if you're if you're a person who actively goes out the way to stop someone doing something that they want to do to better their life or their lifestyle it says a lot more about that, that individual than anything else. I think there's definitely something going on in that person's life who wants to stop another person from doing that. I mean, I will often sometimes be... So what I'm looking for? Be quite open with my words to people who are doing competitive bodybuilding because I think that's a different form of weight loss where mm. the end goal can sometimes be negative, especially in the long term. I just did a video which Phil Heath put a video out this week about his body dysmorphia. And he's the guy who's won Mr. Olympia six times. So the the fact that he's chased self-perceived perfectionism at the highest standard and level in professional bodybuilding in the world and still gets body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. There's no wonder that Pauline, who lives down the street, who just on Instagram and TikTok every day comparing herself is going to get body dysmorphia or uh, have body issues because of the amount of people that she's seeing on a day-to-day basis look like Greek gods. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it has ever it doesn't matter what size or shape you're at whether you are underweight or overweight or just at a maintenance weight anyone can have body image issues anyone can have body image issues and this is where social media becomes a really harsh place because people seem to tell other people that they shouldn't feel that way because they look really good or it's it's the exact same thing with mental health oh you can't feel that way because you have everything People are allowed to feel exactly how they're allowed to feel and just let them feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think on that, it doesn't matter what people want to change in life if they believe it benefits them positively. So whether it's someone who wants to open a new business, take on a load of stress because they want to earn more money. It could be someone who's in a relationship they've been in for a long time. They want to cut ties that because they believe they want better it could be someone who isn't happy with their body, so they want to move into a new health and fitness journey because it's going to better their life. Mm-hmm. L- allow them to go into that journey. Even if you think it's going to be a negative thing for, for for them, often positive outcomes come off the back of failure or negatives. You learn a lot about yourself and about them and going through hardship. So they'll come out the, the end, probably most of the time, I'd say a better person anyway. Yeah, one of the big reasons as well that I looked into why a lot of, people who are obese and want to start going to the gym and actually want to start losing weight and adopt a healthy lifestyle is definitely from social media i'd say this as well they have really really bad gym anxiety to even step foot into a gym in the first place because people like the ones you've posted about where they film people doing exercises i've seen it before where people have been fat shamed in a gym environment 
you've seen the video of the woman explaining after she's she's in the gym for the first time and people are pointing and laughing at her and then she shows her transformation a year later mm-hmm. and she's like I'm, i wish i could go back to those same group of boys who yeah. were laughing at me when i was fat shamed in the gym there's a whole reason why a lot of people don't actually want to go into the gym in the first place is because they've got really bad gym anxiety and i think social media has caused it well there's, there's a guy yesterday who i've done a stitch with on my on my tiktok he it starts the video by he says 99 percent of the people who are in uk gyms look like shit that's how the video starts what? because we are too soft in uk society blah 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 anyway i did a stitch with it and just said i've i've been a personal trainer for 10 years worked out in different gyms across the uk hundreds of different gyms i've never walked into a gym and thought 99 percent of people who go here look like shit so if either one he's got shit in his eyes or it's his own self-righteousness or he's just got the biggest ego in the world don't know what it is but it's these kind of comments that stop people from going in gyms it's why only 15 percent of the population are attending gyms one of the leading reasons for that is like you mentioned for gym anxiety and fear and stress of other people so god forbid the people who feel they want to go to gyms, people who need to be in gyms or people who want to make a change would be in fucking gyms. It's it's just, that's, that's what annoys me. And I saw, 99%. I used, to, yeah, I, used to, I used to think about some of the people in Total Fitness. There's, there's a woman who used to go and she was quite heavily overweight and she used to just run around the track. I used to see younger kids kind of sniggling and laughing all the time. I hate it. And one day went up to her and said, what are you laughing at? And they actually told me, they, just, they weren't even bothered just told me what they were laughing at and i said you're you're laughing at her but what is the one place that she needs to be yeah here i think that's why it's so they deserve you deserve you deserve to take up space in a gym yeah absolutely everyone everyone does in every single sense and that's why i do get really frustrated and i'm quite glad you do do those videos calling out people who take the piss out of others because it doesn't just happen with fat shaming we spoke to loads of people recently about fat shaming and what they went through and things like that but then also people who i don't know they might not have been to the gym for the first i went to our gym normal gym same environment they bought in a new piece of kit i was mind blown i couldn't figure it out why, for like five minutes okay. i just couldn't figure it out and i was walking around it for like five minutes i just had to ask someone i was like how what is that like where is it working i just couldn't get i was doing it all wrong you're like a dog or a cat when they get a new toy on and they're just like you know they go ah yeah just kind of meh. Yeah. but i've been to the gym for years and even i don't know how some some things work and i just think give people a chance to understand things or or go for a few weeks and ask but don't be scared to ask people and obviously from that as well one of the things we are obviously bringing out on my coach is the home trainer mm-hmm. and we decided to do this because we want health and fitness to be accessible to absolutely everyone and we've made it even more accessible because it's no equipment which means you don't need to go on amazon and buy a pair of dumbbells or a barbell or bands or anything you literally just need yourself and a water bottle in the my coach app we will leave that link below it's not actually out yet and if you hit the link below you can get 37 percent off your first month um but yeah actually when is this podcast code live cal oh it will be live okay so the home program will be live you can hit the link below and it'll take you directly to your discount amazing on that note as well i think one of the other important things is the differences between men and women who lose body fat because the majority of our podcast listeners are female so i think this is probably important because when it comes to we've, we've done podcasts on building muscle before building muscle the difference between men and women is more when it comes to muscle is more like 
gingers and strawberry blondes they're the difference is very small minimal mm. when it comes to fat loss it's more like hobnobs and custard cream it's quite a big difference because there's lots of different factors in play the obvious difference is being anatomy mm. men hold more muscle uh, where men and women hold is different um so men will hold it more around chest midsection love handles lower back women will tend to hold body fat more so around arms they have more that muffin top uh, thighs calves uh bum what ladies will often refer to as the underbutt which we've spoke about before someone called mine a banana roll once the, and i didn't know what they were referring to and i was like what the fuck is a banana because I, I have roll. i have a yeah I have a banana roll. Sorin. An underbot. Can't beat some sorry. I have a sorry. So, Sorin. Sorin, yeah. Sorin. I call it Sorin. So, but are you sorry about it? <laughs> like what? I'm sorry so- that you called the wrong thing. Did you just say Sorin? Sorin. Like you're Sorin. 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 Like so. I, ah, Sorin. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same as nougat. Nugget. A nugget. Yeah. That's actually something from like five years ago when we got together. You said You're a fucking nugget. That's you why. said nugget. And I went, what's, what is that? It's nougat. Sorry, anyway. But the banana roll. I had to Google, I was like, what is a banana roll? It's um double butt. Under nice. butt. I have it. I love it. Just carrying those sorings. Yeah. But we're in it women are generically engineered to carry more body fat for the obvious reason of you're pushing out a small human. So women's body fat, um, I think averages percentages are supposed to be around 18 to 20%, whereas men's generally fall between a 10 to 15% for an active male or active female. That's for an athlete, for women. Active. The percentage, yeah. That, that's pretty active. That's an active person. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Um, so you, you, you never want to compare like a male's or a female's body fat percentage straight off. So never be comparing to your partner because if you're a woman comparing to a guy, you're just always going to be higher. You can look at Lucy and she'll look like a fucking prune and I look like a plum and she'll still be that lower body fat than me. But we're, well, yeah, so we're kind of opposite. Yeah, yeah. That, but like that's what, what you I'm, described there was opposite. Yeah, because... You, you have a low body fat anyway. No, but what I'm saying is mine will always be lower even if I don't look low because mine oh, will, yeah, be, absolutely. Will, will be low and I'll hold body fat in, yeah. di- in different areas. Yes. And women are more likely to develop subcutaneous fat whereas men are more prone to storing visceral visceral fat which is often the worst case because visceral fat is off is what obviously surrounds the organs so it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's worse so that's technically and probably harder to lose yeah 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 but it's just not as visible subcutaneous fat. just not as visible at all well it's it's one of those things it's kind of double-ended sword because a lot of women will be like oh it's not it's not fair my partner just fucking he's high body fat he's lower body fat than me and whatever or it's it's it it's easy it's because train is hard yeah but the fuck is gonna die if he gets fat yeah yeah visceral you're yeah. happy you've got your subcutaneous yeah, fat yeah. but that's one of those things if you train with your partner and you do everything the same it might actually be the case that if you're both on a fat loss journey the woman might just have to do a little bit more more cardio more less more something more this obviously being more of a deficit because calories are different between mainly anyway the gem population um the, the body fats are uh, it's around six to eleven percent difference from a guy to a girl yeah so just take it due into to, account it's due to the way that it binds to testosterone and estrogen oh, oh I think. 
but it is around 6 11% difference. So try and not compare to your partner, even if yeah. you're smashing the gym, doing this, doing that, doing all your classes, and your partner does fuck all. And it, it is just going to be different. That, so that, try not. That's why it's important not to ogle over. Ogle? Ogle. That's a great word. Who? What is that? Ogling. If you ogle over. Do you know what that means, Carl? Ogle. No, I need to Google it. I mean, I do know what it is, but I'm ready for Lucy Davis to get the definition. Oh, to look at amorously, flirtatiously, or mm. impertinently. Yeah, so you got it. To, to eye. Yeah, this is, why, eye. this is why ogling over supermarket magazines of other bodies often isn't healthy. Because it's going to create like a different narrative and the way that you look. Because the people in those magazines are looking like that for one day. They don't look like that all the time. Mm. And they'll have to float back into a healthier body fat zone. Did you know also that the way that men and women will look at magazines, say, for example, in supermarkets to look at bodies is different? The way that the brain registers a way that a man will look at a woman's body and a way that a woman will look at a man's body registers differently in the brain. In what way? So men will look at women as like body parts and women will look at men as a whole. Oh, yeah, as in... Yeah. Oh, yeah. As in, you look at their tits, and we look at everything. So you know when like, there's that, there's that thing, isn't <laughs> On there? On a like, magazine. There's obviously that thing of like calling out men for looking at women in gyms and whatever. Um, but even if men look at magazines, they're genetically wired to look at body parts. So they'll look at boobs, they'll look at bum, they'll look at Waist. belly or arms, whatever it may be. Whereas women will generally look at them, the man as a whole. There's, there's data and studies done on this. That's really interesting. I'm trying to think if I've ever looked at a magazine and thought not just magazines it's the way that you'll process men in general so if you look at a guy or when a man will look at a woman they'll process doesn't mean that it's in a seedy way it's just the way that your brain will will process the body wow that's really interesting because mm-hmm. that's always one of the things oh you're I might, I might a, actually boob, still, a boob or a bum I was looking guy. at the other day let me just see if I've still got the might not still have the study here don't think I have no sorry because you don't have that thing do you really with women you don't say are you a are you a chest or a bum, a bum guy for a guy? Bum Whereas, or boob guy? No, no. So that that is exactly my point. Yeah. It's are you a boob or a bum guy? But then if I wasn't with you and I was looking at a guy, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, yeah. am I a chest or an arse? You might say like, what's your favourite body part on a dude, but it's not the same as I suppose. It's you, Ben. You are my favourite body part on a, on a man. Yeah, but it's interesting that, isn't it? Thank you for just completely acknowledging that lovely compliment that I just oh, gave thank you. you. Well, yeah. I really appreciate it. Carl, how insincere was that? <laughs> God, just remind me to never compliment oh, you. Oh, God, I know I'm a sex god anyway. You don't need to tell me. The, the other thing that's going to affect it is a mental cycle. Continue, because that sentence just affect what? Losing weight and oh, training. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Your cycle and your hormones and the high levels of estrogen will always play And also factor. females, leptin levels will also drop quicker than a male's. Why is that? So, so basically, a woman will eat and not feel as full as a man will. Mm-hmm. So you're you're, fight, you're fighting against hunger. We are more so. We are. It's a hard life. Always, it is. It is definitely different when you're on your period. And honestly, PMS, you're thinking I could, you could eat <laughs> everything, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's hormones, and you try and understand it, but fighting it is a different story. You just, I just, just choose not to. Yeah, you you deal with the physiological effects i deal with the psychological effects i don't think you deal i do with it i kind of give you 
when I'm I go really and, I go and lock myself in my gentleman's room now. When I, I am moody, I just daggers. say, don't come near me. Because no, do you know how I'm I, gonna do you know say how I always know? Is because you start doing that frantic cleaning shit where I'm still eating and then you spray him a dinner with Febreze or I'm in the toilet and you're knocking on the door to clean whilst I'm having a shit. No. Yeah. No, I do do the Febreze on the side because you've left something out or it just. No, you didn't. But the I do day. get frantic. Can you put, oh, can you put your boxes away? I'm about to put them on and get dressed. What do you mean, put them away? Okay, but there's sometimes. They're no, just there's not sometimes. The no. House. I actually wasn't even on last week, so that's just general me. That's just being general bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's bitch mode activated. I do. I do. It is hard though, because seriously, the you're actually really nice to me when I'm on that training session that I did when I was really yeah. not feeling it, and you came over because it is. It can be really well, hard. The, the big thing is, I think, is it is it ten to fifteen percent energy expenditure higher during the luteal phase as well? Is that something to, to consider? I don't know on percentages exactly. I think it's, it's something between that. When you're at peak, when you're at week two, follicular, just gone past that, you have like the highest amount of testosterone and mm-hmm. that's when you want to pump in the heavy weights and get lifting I'm heavy. pump in something when the testosterone's high. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's. that's um, the other thing, when you're looking at fat loss, me and Carl were speaking about this the other day. So I've seen lots of TikTok videos of like, the creative meals of high volume meals, which is good because voluminous meals help you keep you full. But when you go on a cinema date, one thing that we've done before, and I don't think I'll do it next time. What, we spoke about what this last the, week. What then. was the film that did we? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm discussing it again. What was the film? That, you gave away the ending. Okay. Well, we went to watch playing anyway, so I'm telling you now. So if you watched the last week, so I'll just put the story plot together for you. We had the two bag. I had the bag of popcorn, which is 500 calories or 400 calories. I had the zero sugar whatever shit it is crisps lower calorie crisps and then two liters of coke so i had a th- about a thousand calories but honestly my stomach was so bloated and it didn't fill me up i might as well have had the thousand calorie popcorn and enjoyed that i was saying this to Carl the other day yeah well i was a little i didn't do that to that i just got normal sweets star mix which ben hates and i think they're fabulous no what star star the one with the little people in fucking haribo yeah what are you talking about? The one with the little people? It's Haribo. Yeah, but there's different varieties. There's Tantastics. There's the one with the really nice Tantastics are the in. best ones. No, but I got the ones you don't really like, but I just no, had I that No, I do whole... like them. Oh, I thought you didn't like them. No, you just, you choose to think, oh, Ben doesn't like these so that I won't offer him any or I'll just eat them I all. did offer you some. No. I did offer you some. I had a pack of those and then some of the pop chips and an instant smoothie and a water. So I think that you went with the film finish. You honestly looked at me and you were like, my stomach i was like yeah i think it's the the amount of yeah. like air you've just had because i don't really drink fizzy drinks i can't drink oh, pepsi it's because and stuff they had so that it's new that. drink at the cinema so the refill oh refill you ones, were there for but it had the american long. ones it was, the, it was some american one with cherry vanilla flavor additive and wow it did taste good yeah but, but what ben does he did this in america last year you get a keepy cup and he goes for he honestly tries <laughs> There was like people as well queuing. Ben's that there, sip that one. Oh yeah, I'll try. And he tried like ten of them, and I'm thinking this yeah. is so embarrassing. There's, there's an eight year old behind me making Fuck off, mate. <laughs> just That's pick on. one. Just pick one. You don't need to. You don't need to try before you buy every single. There's like fucking fifty of them. Yeah, I I am a bit of a diet drink whore. I do like to try my diet drinks. Yeah, whereas I'm not. I don't like the oh, feeling. And you, Lewis stomach. Hamilton, energy drinks are. But Kyle Hoggard, the new Lewis Hamilton, zero sugar. Hamilton, the monster. Yeah. So good. Don't so drink, good. I don't drink monsters, so I can't relate. Oh, no, but they are good. 
I've, I've, I generally like the black and blue one. I've not really found one that's gone, do you know what? That is better than black and blue. But Lewis Hamilton, they, not only has he got a massive willy and loads of money, he brings out great monster energy drinks. He's, he's a cool guy. He dresses well. Yeah. I think, because I don't drink that many fizzy drinks, they really make me burp. Do you remember last night I had that kombucha? And I was like, you could not stop me. I had a sip and it was like a roar. What else did we do last night? Oh, we went. And I think I was. I thought you meant the, the night before when we fixed the bike. Well, that's not very interesting to tell people. We bought our wedding bands. Yes. We bought our wedding bands and it is actually very exciting. We were in the shop and we just stood there and it was like, oh, this is, this is it. Mm. It's happening. They're actually really nice it's gone also. All, it's gone all the way from white magnum to wedding bands. Yeah. If you if you also listen to this podcast, you don't know about the White Magnum story yet. You need to just now. go I've back. Told it ten times. Yeah, you need to subscribe if you don't know about the White Magnum story. And if you're questioning, we're just gonna have to tell you again, but not right now because it's just too much. We can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, you threw me off, but yeah, we got our wedding bands, and that's a really. It was a very enjoyable task. It was a very nice thing to do. Yours takes a good while Four, to six come. Weeks, yeah. Four six weeks. Thank God we went early. That's what I was thinking of before. I was thinking about who was telling men to. Sorry, I've just interrupted. Who was telling men to f- about the goal is to fuck more and make more money? It was the the pickup culture in the nineties. That's why. Oh, okay. So it's from like a really long time ago. No, so there's still such things as pickup culture about how educating men around picking up women. Who? 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 What? Who does that? Every single man who's between the age of twenty to twenty-five who wants to have more oh, sex. Oh, sorry. And make I thought you meant money. they just like base it off of one person yeah there's the for example mark manson the guy who wrote the who wrote the book about the sort of i'm not giving a fuck oh he's his, good his first books and his first content that he was putting out was around pickup culture that's what he was known for it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing about helping men date women yeah no Espe- they're getting a bit of help i think especially Maybe we're quite intimidating i think especially <laughs> in the world now the way that things have gone men don't really know how to approach women because one there's this whole thing about women being told that they need to do more in society and be a boss bitch and whatever so you've got women being a boss bitch and thinking that the way that they get men is by being more sass and basically ignoring men and then you've got men thinking oh i don't want to approach the woman because i'm going to get filmed doing something i'm I'm going to be called out for something so you've got men not approaching women women not approaching men How, how the fuck does anything ever happen so there's there's definitely discussions to have around to pick, pick up what's that? Notting Hill, the film where he accidentally spills orange juice on her and then they just a happen. Have you not seen Notting Hill? Have you not seen I've Notting not seen, Hill with Notting Hugh Grant? No. Sorry, no, I haven't. Uh, I think probably because I don't have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> no, Notting Hill is honestly right. If you're listening, guys or girls, comment if you've seen Notting Hill because that we are watching. You will seriously. Hugh Grant is phenomenal in it. You will love it. To be fair, that other film, but I told you to watch it that I really enjoyed. Don't know if you've seen it, Carl. Oh. It's called Think. Think like a man. Is it called Think like a woman? No. I know which one you mean. The real chick flick, which is like with, the era of Clueless. Is it Mel Gibson in it? Yeah, it's great. Great. Where she dresses up for prom. It's not a thing like a woman, is it? Well, but where she dresses up for prom. Yeah. Do you know what it is, Carl? Mel, it's, is it Mel Gibson? I it... Mel Gibson film. I will find it for you. Think like a woman. Think like what a woman. woman. Wants. What yes! Woman wants. Have you seen it? Oh, oh. Mate, it's great. 
It's based around yeah. it's based around the company creating a, an advertisement for Nike. Yeah. But then he he gets this ability where he hears what women are thinking all of the time. So basically, whatever the woman's thinking, he can regurgitate in conversation. So it's like, fuck, he's a mind reader. He's like the perfect guy. Yeah, it would be like, oh, I'd love for someone to buy me flowers and the woman's thinking it and then he just appear with but, flowers yeah. and like, oh, do you want these? Because before it happens, he's like this traditional misogynist, masculine, like overly masculine guy. Yeah, not a very guy. nice guy, yeah, is bit he? Of a pig. And then he gets these abilities and he just becomes this perfect man because he knows what women want. That's what we should start doing at the end of every episode is give you a film suggestion. Today's, yeah. everybody is what women want yeah, and mine film. for Ben is Notting Hill, obviously. But I think that's everything we want to talk about. Body, oh, yeah. don't bring it back. The fat. It just looks odd. Do you know what it looks like? Sponge Do you know Bob. what it, no. What? Monsters Inc. What do you mean Monsters Inc? My Queen Jansky. Yeah, that, that yellow woman. Is she yellow? I think she's a slug or something. Yeah. Is, she, is she yellow? Yes, she's yellow. She is she number one. She's like grey yellow. No, is she number one though. Number one what? They all have numbers, don't they? Do they? Yeah, the little yellow, the yellow suit, and she's number one. I, I don't know. They have numbers, Ben. Yeah, she's number one. It's ask it. Type in if she's number one, Carl. Mom. All the little yellow things and suits have numbers. No, she doesn't wear a suit, but she's the head of the whole organization. Yeah, she is. Told she you. is because in, in in at the end of it, at the end of it, she comes out. Roz, yeah, played by Bob Peterson. She's zero zero one. Thank you very much. Wow, yeah, Roz. I love Monsters Inc. You know, I, what a film that is. Monsters Inc. What I just said. I thought you said Monsters Inc. Can we end this podcast now? Because you're pissing me off. <laughs> Have you seen Monsters University? Yes. Okay, Notting Hill it is then. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. Please subscribe mm-hmm. to Spotify and YouTube. As always, we know a lot of you who watch on YouTube are not subscribed. And on Apple Podcasts, leave a little cheeky review. The next couple of episodes star. will be coming live from the Gymshark store. Yes, they will with some very, very incredible guests. If there's any guests that you guys want on, and we will try our very best mm-hmm. to get them on, please comment on the YouTube video. Yeah, we do pick those up when we see some of the comments on there. And... Also, the more people that are subscribed to the YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple, the more chance it get it gives us of getting more guests on and making this in podcast podcast grow and even more incredible. Absolutely. And um, we will catch you next week. Bye guys. Bye.